CBSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, David Wilson, Celeste Middleton, Dana Womack, and Jeannie Allman. Welcome back as we uh, move along here on this Saturday morning. Glad you're along with us. It's time to talk some Riverdale Warrior football. Will Kreisky is uh, joining us. And, you know, for a guy who played on a Thursday night, he had the most normal game of the week, it seems. Uh, Will, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Yeah, um, I went in and uh, after the game and was trying to – of course, the first thing I always do is try to check my brother's score, and and uh, I saw that uh, Smyrna and Centennial was delayed, and they were going to try to play yesterday, and then now they're playing this morning. So it seemed like us and Cookville were the only two teams that really was able to complete a normal game um, from Thursday night. So uh, we were pretty fortunate to get that in, and our administration and Coach Messer was communicating with all those guys to make sure, because there was a little lightning, but it was way off in the distance. And the officials did a good job communicating throughout the game about that situation. So we were, we were very fortunate Thursday night. You know, uh, that lightning stuff is one of those things where it's a, you know, it's kind of a judgment call. And, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit on the air. You know, uh, did did the officials see it? Did they, you know, kind of, uh, I'm sure they see it, but did they turn a little blind eye? And other officials, it may have been a different, a different call altogether, too. So you just never know about that thing. Yeah, you don't. And um, we're very fortunate. And I don't ever brag on him on here because he's just not that type of guy. But our athletic trainer, Josh Haley, he does a tremendous job. He's been with me since I, I, I've had this job, and he does a great – no matter what situation, if it's an injury situation, if it's a heat index situation, if it's a lightning situation, he is on top of it. He's top-notch. And at Riverdale, for our athletics, we are very, very fortunate to have a trainer like Josh Haley. Brad Rowland yeah, does a good job with placing those guys, and, and we're fortunate to have uh, Josh uh, right there with us. Yeah, we uh, had a little lightning tracker going, and it was about nine, ten miles away, uh, and so it felt really safe that uh, that the ball game continued. But you know, uh, at least you didn't have to worry about a stoppage and you know restarting. And you know, they didn't start that Laverne Green Hill game until nine thirty. You know, and and so that that would have been really tough on your kids, I think. Yeah, it would have, and, and actually, I think it was um, my first year we had a delay like that with Franklin. Um, some of the coaches after the game said they saw it, but they didn't want to mention it to me because they knew, you know, that added more stress, but they kind of kept it to themselves and saw the officials communicating uh, about it. But uh, everything ran smoothly, and uh, it, was a, it was a great night at Warrior Stadium. It really was. Got to uh, have an extended conversation with uh, Tamara Blair. She came up and greeted us in the press box and, uh, you know, and talked to us for a while and excited about things going on at, uh, at Riverdale. And, uh, you know, you just had a, a sense that you all kind of were, were hitting a stride since you had hosted your second game in a, in a, in a row. Yeah, she does a fantastic job. Um, you know, she's only been on the job for, I guess, almost a month and a half. And the way she's um, working on the culture at Riverdale and, and not just with athletics, but just with the whole uh, Riverdale faculty. It's it's really it's fun and neat to see. Um, we made her come out there on the field and, and talk to the kids after the game. 
and um, we were blessed that she was be, be able to communicate with them because it's been a weird semester for her and she doesn't know every one of these athletes yet because of everything that's going on in the school system but man I tell you she's doing her best to get out shake hands and meet people and, and, and really promote the Riverdale community and we're blessed to have her. Well, Coach, uh, the game was kind of odd. You know, the, it started out, um, you know, Franklin scores, you score and, and answer that. And then they, uh, you know, tack on a couple of touchdowns. But I, I thought there were several big moments during the game. And one of those was that score right before the half, uh, knowing that you'd get the football back in the second half. What were your thoughts on that? Well, you know, we knew we'd get the ball back, and we just had to settle down and play. Um, I joked, I joked when he went in. Well, it was kind of serious, but you know, I, I coached uh, the safeties on defense, and, and my safeties did. They did it the best they can. It was told, uh, told my staff I fired the guy that coaches the safeties yesterday, so they need to go in and find another safeties coach because um, they, because my guys, the safeties did a great job. It was just, it was some things we haven't. So the communication, it was all on me. It's like I'm not putting that on a 16, 17 year old kid. And I have we, we're going to go back and watch the film with those guys together and, and get it straightened out. But it was it was a, it was a um, it was a tough game, and, and you know not getting some of those reps this summer and in the in the spring and and things like that. It, and, and some of those formations caught us off guard. And C.J. Johnson is my quarterback back there in the secondary, and he did exactly what he was coached to do. So those busts were not on him. It was on me as a coach, and I have to do a better job of making sure all formations are seen throughout the week. Um, so him and the corners, because he gets everybody lined up, and he gets the calls back there, and, and he communicates with them. So um, we just got to get more reps and get things going. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully I'll have a job back there in the secondary next week. But I, but I want to commend Coach Rail for helping us with the adjustment. We did a great job adjusting the second half. We gave up a bust uh, coming out of halftime. And, again, that was on me and the communication with my guys. Um, but after, after we settled down and we talked to them after that drive, they didn't – I think they got one, one first down after that. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to mention. It was pretty amazing to see. Uh, you knew that there were some adjustments at halftime. You could see those. And uh, after that one play, uh, Coach, they, they, it was just really hard for them to, to move the football, and they had already had trouble running the football. And uh, to me – that second half turning point was when your defense got that safety and then uh, immediately on the next play or the next series rather the offense was able to score that was a huge turnaround right there and just really got you right back in the game it felt like momentum totally shifted your way yeah it did um I saw a different look in the kids eyes after that safety and you know Elijah Herring he was he just turned he his whole mindset changed around you know Alex Mitchell's another kid that plays every snap and he was it, he just got a burst of energy after that safety and um, you know you, you uh, we talk about the momentum I mean it's fourth and an inch um, they're inside their 10-yard line and we um, are trying to get lined up but the three defensive linemen were in the correct spot and those three defensive linemen was in the right spot to, to stuff it on that fourth, 14 inches. The linebackers was getting the everybody else lined up. And those three guys made the play for us to uh, win the game. You can't say enough about Javon Nelson, Javon Edwards, um, Jelani Lyle, Zach Thomas, all those guys up front and that, that played the defensive line because they did a tremendous job all night long. 
Yeah, most certainly. Uh, that that was another one of those huge uh, plays in the game. Um, I, I thought Elijah Herring and uh, Javon Nelson, they played like monsters. Uh, you know, just called their name all night defensively. And, uh, you know, you got another great defensive effort. And, uh, Coach, to, to be able to score 16 unanswered, you got to have some defense to go along with that offense uh, to get you back in the game and on top. And, uh, you know, the, those kids really – could hang your head you know with things that happened in the first half but you know you got those corrected and that that's what you want to see out of a halftime and coming out in the second half those adjustments worked yeah they did and um you know uh, Zayla McKinney had a big night too and you know he plays offense and defense and he had uh he had two touchdowns um he did very well on both sides of the football um playing a lot of snaps and I was really proud of him. And he's another senior that, um, you know, is a senior leader for, for us. And and he he led by his production um, Friday night. And, and I was really pleased with him and his effort. Um, he did a good job. Um, what, what you say uh, about that, that the last drive, and I know I keep going back to it, but they broke that uh, coming out of first down. They, they broke that long run to their tailback. A sophomore Isaac Oglesby from the backside chased him, chased him down on pursuit and made that tackle. And that uh, that's a big play for a sophomore to make. Isaac is a uh, is he's a young kid with a lot of talent. He's very talented, and once he figures the game out, he's going to be making a lot of plays. Also, yeah, I saw you on the sidelines, kind <laughs> of uh, you know get a little vertical on that. So you're pretty excited too, I think. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, yes, sir. Uh, uh, you know, I know that uh, there, there's kind of a budding rivalry with Franklin, and uh, I think it's kind of cool to see Rutherford and Williamson counties being so close. And uh, I know you and Donnie are, are real close as well. So, um, you know, the, those are those are really good non-region games to get you fired up and get you ready for region play, isn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, Franklin does a great job. You know, I've talked about it many times. Uh, Creasy and Donnie were on the staff at Henry County back when I was young, and I've always uh, looked up to those two guys, and and it's kind of made it a, a rivalry over at uh, Franklin with him. And, you know, we always talk. We don't get to spend enough time together just because of our lives are so busy. But Donnie's uh, – Donnie, Coach Donnie Webb is an, is an excellent, excellent football coach and does a great job. His team is – his team is – may not always have uh, the speed that he would like, but he always has them prepared. And we always know it's going to be a tough game week two of the season and we've already talked about it we talked about it uh friday night just trying to continue this rivalry with them because we've uh, started it years ago and just kind of continued it's been a good little rivalry for both of us to a non-district game and not only is it good for for the players it's good for the fans and i think both fans sets of fans have kind of bought into it and bought into that rivalry of that and and it's not a uh, long distance game for both either one of us it's a good little trip short trip and it gets us both ready for our region play. Will Kreisky joining us, talking Riverdale football this morning. Coach, in our last couple of minutes, do want to talk about uh, dipping uh, our toe here in uh, in region play starting next week. And uh, Cookville Cavaliers are always uh, a challenge. They're going to be one of those teams that are looking for a playoff spot, I would think, uh, by the time we get to the end of the year. And that's your first challenge of the season at home next week. It is. It's going to be tough, you know, um, uh, hopefully uh, Marcus Lloyd went into TOA uh, <clears throat> yesterday, but hopefully he'll be back. Hopefully things are good. Uh, Dr. McKissick and his crew do a fantastic job. And and um, so hopefully, you know, at region play, we need kids like Marcus uh, ready to go for Friday night. Cookville is 2-0. and 
Um, they've blown out both their opponents. They got up on Livingston 33 to nothing um, Thursday night, and then Livingston, you know, they subbed, and Livingston was able to move the ball on the younger kids, and that's how they got uh, 16 points. So, you know, we got a tough challenge ahead of us. You know, jumping out on a team 33 nothing is big. Their quarterback is uh, their go-to guy, man. Their quarterback is, a, is one of the best, probably, if not the best quarterback in our region right now. I don't know. It'd be tough. I know – uh, him and Drew Beam are the top quarterbacks right now in our in our district. Um, they're both returning starters, so um, it, it's uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to uh, to stop the kid, stop uh, the quarterback, and because he not only can throw it, he can run it. And uh, they're very big up front. They got some some linemen that are uh, power got some power five offers. So uh, it's going to be another test for our, our defensive front, our front seven Friday night. Well, I know you mentioned Marcus. Uh, you know any other injury situations that um, that uh, you're keeping an eye on, or did you come out of that game pretty healthy? Um, besides that, you know, CJ, uh, he's a little banged up. Uh, we'll have to probably limit him a little reps this this week in practice um, and see how he feels. You know, I got to brag on my kids uh, for a minute. We we, we always come in at uh, seven o'clock. And, and try to get a jump start on the day before, because our school doesn't start till 8.30. And, and I tell you what, man, we, we got in Friday morning, we, we kept the same routine. Every one of those kids showed up at seven o'clock, uh, you know, and that's, that just tells you what kind of group we have um, with our senior leaders, our juniors, our junior class. Um, everyone of them was there at seven o'clock. Um, they had a smile on their face. They did their workout like they were supposed to. They did their meetings like they were supposed to. They got their treatment like they were supposed to, and they're ready to go to class by 8:30. And um, that's that's the kids. That's the type of kids we have at Riverdale, and that's the kids uh, we're proud to be around. And you know, I know there's so much negativity going on in the world right now, but for kids to do that and be that committed to uh, football, um, it's it shows you how much this sport can change young men's lives. Will, I appreciate it. Good luck against the Cavaliers, and uh, we'll talk about it next Saturday morning with you. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all uh, supporting us. I appreciate y'all coming out Thursday night. And uh, I'm sorry about the, the change of schedule and, and having to change y'all's week. Um, and I appreciate y'all adjusting that and, and being able to promote these kids on the radio. Thank you. You bet. You bet. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. Will Kreisky joining us talking Riverdale football this morning. When we come back, we're going to catch up with Smyrna coach Matt Williams as we continue the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coach's Corner. 